I have with me today a guest that you are going to want to meet and learn about what he does, because here's the thing, whether you're a law enforcement officer, retired law enforcement, or you're just a citizen navigating your way through the world, we all are concerned about our information on the internet. And there's so much talk now as we're, we're in these heated political discussions and social media arguments you get into with people about getting doxxed. And it might be a concern because of what you do for a living, um, because of what your spouse does for a living. There's so much that goes into this. And I know a lot of people like me thought, well, it's the internet. I can't get my information off the internet. But we're gonna talk to a guy today who has it all figured out. Pete James from officerprivacy.com. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Betsy. Thanks for having me on your show. So Pete, when I met you and, and we started talking, um, wow, you have so much information to share. Talk about the dangers of just letting your information float around out there on the internet. Well, right now, like anybody with an internet connection can find out information about you. It doesn't cost any money. It's not difficult to do. And for many people, specifically law enforcement officers and their families, uh, that's a risk. They're at danger. Uh, and the thing is, like you, I thought there's nothing you can do about it. It's the internet. It's always going to be there. And you know, you just have to learn to live with it. But I learned that that is not the case. You don't have to be vulnerable. You can take steps and remove the majority of your information off of the internet. So you don't have to worry about crazies or criminals showing up at your front door. And, you know, I think this is especially important, not just for law enforcement officers and their family, but let's say you own a small business or you're involved in um, politics in your community, or you're a teacher, or you're in the medical profession. I mean, you're a firefighter or a paramedic. I mean, there's so many different professions. Um, and then just so many different things people do in their personal lives. Let's say you volunteer at a homeless shelter that you want to protect your information, right? Definitely. Definitely. In fact, our company helps uh, primarily law enforcement officers, but half of my clients are not law enforcement officers. They're influencers, they're celebrities, uh, they're doctors, uh, workers' comp doctors, they are social workers, uh, realtors, uh, people who have been victims of stalking or harassment, uh, just people that just want their privacy back. That's, that's an excellent idea. So what are the first steps in uh, being able to find out if you have a lot of information, public information that you don't want people to know about on the internet, or what if you have a problem with somebody starting to stalk you or contact you? What are some of those first steps, Pete, that people can do? So I always recommend you start with educating yourself about what information is out there on the internet. Now, if you just go to go to the end, if you just go to Google and put your name in there, you're going to get a lot of a lot of hits, and they're not going to be you. So there's techniques you can use, and I'll share them with you, where you can narrow down those results and and uh, not waste so much time. So the way you do it is you put your first and last name in quotes, uh, and then put the city you live in, and then the word address. So doing those things, 
the quotes keep out the the false positives and they just narrow down on that. Uh, the city you live in narrows down to you know where you live. The word address now is going to include all of these data broker sites or people search sites. So it's going to uh, it's going to pull those results in. So your first and last name in quotes, the city you live in, and the word address. And if you do that, you're going to see that you show up on sites like whitepages.com, been verified, my life, instant checkmate, uh, Spokio. These sites are showing your home address. Uh, in addition to your home address, they're showing your phone number, your email address, and the names of your relatives. So all of that information can be used by somebody wanting to bring harm to you and your family. So again, educate yourself, figure out what's out there. While you're doing that, double check your social media and what you post. Um, again, search like a stalker would. Are you okay with a stalker knowing you're on vacation right now, knowing that, oh, it's my kid's first day at school and here's a picture and we're at you know, this elementary school. Um, think about what you're exposing to somebody who may have ill intent toward you and and really consider what you what you what you post you know and i i that is so important not just for what might be happening now but i want people to think about what might happen in the future because a lot of people who you know want to find you or stalk you or whatever they're going to go back right and look at your facebook feed or your twitter feed or whatever back a year two years things like that and, and find out where your kid goes to school and where their activities are. And, and it's not just the immediate now, is it Pete? Right. It's, it's tomorrow and the next day. And we forget, we forget that we posted three years ago. Uh, oh, it was our birthday. Okay. I don't know. Your, your good friends know when your birthday is, you don't need to tell the whole world, right? It can, that can be used uh, in identity theft because now they have your date of birth. So I'm not a big fan of posting when my, when my birthday is. Um, so I miss out on the happy birthday, Pete, but I, I feel better about it. It's safer, right? And Definitely. that's the thing. Social media is so powerful. It's such a big part of, uh, of our lives these days. And so that affirmation on your birthday that everybody knows it's your birthday, that feels good you know, for the day. Um, but it can, it can truly imperil you, right? Your identity um, and even your physical safety. I believe so. I don't like it. I don't, I recommend you, you take that off, but you know, everybody makes their own decisions and, and just, but if you're going to do that, just be aware that it can be used against you. If you're okay with that, you know, you're okay with it. Uh, if you're not, then fix it. Right. Absolutely. So before we go any further, Pete, I got to ask you, how did you get interested in this? Are you uh, are you a computer guru or uh, tell people your background? Uh, so I spent 25 years uh, with the Sacramento County Sheriff's Department in California. Uh, I did end up retiring as a lieutenant. Uh, toward the tail end of that career, I focused in on computer forensics, digital forensics, cell phones, uh, computers. I took that and uh, then worked as a consultant for three different companies uh, essentially managing teams that uh, did computer um, e-discovery um, online investigations. So in the course of doing that, um, 
I started hearing stories about law enforcement officers being doxxed. And while I wasn't actively in law enforcement anymore, I have a love for the profession. It's an honorable profession. It's a difficult job. We make sacrifices day in and day out, and we should be appreciated for that, not harassed and not doxxed. So I started, I started looking at these people search sites and uh, realized that you know the, these sites were, were exposing uh, officers' private information. So um, I one weekend, I decided that I was going to take my own information off. And it took me six hours. And then I decided to take my wife's information off and it took me another six hours. And with my background in technology and a, and a few programming classes, and um, I, I, I thought there's gotta be a better way. So I hired a programmer and I gave him my ideas. And essentially what took me six hours now using the software that I have cuts that down to one hour. So now we have this, this software when I first started officerprivacy.com, we only provided the uh, to do the work for you. So you, I, I only hire current and former law enforcement officers. You sign up, we use my software to quickly go through and remove your information. And then we monitor because when you show back up again, we remove it again. So we did that for a while. And a couple of years ago, I decided to make the software that I had created, make that available for free. So anybody can sign up, use the software, uh, it's free for two weeks and it only takes an hour. So um, you can sign, you can, you can use our software, you can remove yourself from the top sites exposing your home address. And you know, if you wanna continue, which I recommend to be able to use the software and continue to remove your information, it's a few dollars a month. Uh, if not, then cancel, uh, no hard feelings. I feel good about helping people remove their information from these sites. Uh, there is no good reason any law enforcement officer in the country needs to have their home address exposed on the internet open for anyone to see. So my mission is to help as many officers as possible uh, get off those sites. And, and so they and their families uh, are safe. You know, that's such a, um, it's a generous offer, you know, first of all, and it's so incredibly important because as we saw, you know, post George Floyd during the riots, we saw uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa operatives threatening police officers going to their homes, going to their, uh, you know, we, we had, in fact, we had in California, um, uh, activists show up at uh, a police officer's uh, pre-wedding dinner uh, because they had gotten that information off the internet. And, uh, and this, this endangers um, not just the officer, but their family members. And it can be incredibly disruptive to a, to a law enforcement family, right? Definitely. And it happens all the time. There are dozens of headlines, and these, these are just the ones that make the news, of protesters showing up at the home address at the front door of officers who were simply doing their jobs. They weren't doing anything wrong. And they weren't necessarily always involved in a high profile incident. If your name is on the bottom of a police report, now your name is out there. If, if, uh, if you arrested someone, um, it's, it's out there, your name is out there. And it's not that difficult 
to find your information, like using the, what I described earlier on how to search your information, first and last name in quotes, the city you live in and the word address, any thug can do that on their cell phone and find out your home address. It's not difficult, but it can be fixed, but you have to take steps to fix it. Doing nothing will not fix it. In fact, it'll only make it worse because these data brokers are constantly buying and selling each other each other's information, and it just repopulates over more and more sites. So you, you have to take action to fix it. Now, Pete, talk about that for a minute because where do these data brokers get our information? So we don't think about it, but if we have a grocery store rewards card, they are they are using they are then combining the phone number with an address. If you've ever had an appliance delivery uh, service, they now have your address. Um, if you've ever um, ever asked for anything to be mailed to you, it is very likely that now you are you have in the small print you said you agreed to share your information with the marketing partners. And now you're in the ecosystem of these data brokers and they, they, they constantly buy and sell uh, information. Social media is a small part of it. Uh, typically you're not going to have uh, your home address like listed on Facebook or, or LinkedIn, uh, but you will have typically the city. Um, so you name it, any, just think of any time you've put your home address on any document, anything, credit card statement mortgage, um, it is likely your information is being, well, your information is being bought and sold in bulk to uh, data brokers who make money by, by selling that information to, to marketers. Now talk about, um, I know there's laws involving minor children, because like you said, if you search yourself, your children are going to come out, uh, come up. But um, there's a lot of concern now about our children, especially when they become teenagers and they're, they're their own people out there in the world. Um, talk about what the laws are and how we can protect our, our kids, even as they become teenagers and young adults. So data broker sites should not list any minors on their sites. Um, I, I've never seen them do that. So they are pretty good about that. Um, but here's the thing. If, if Betsy, if I'm looking for you and I, and, and let's say you've used us, you've used us and, and nobody can find you on the people search sites. And, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use other sources to figure out the names of your spouse and your adult kids. So I'm going to figure out that, okay, well, Betsy is married to Dave. So then I'm going to look for Dave. And if I can't find anything um, with Dave, then I'm going to like go to social media and look and see, oh, I wonder if they all went out to dinner and they tagged each other. So now using social media, oh, Betsy has two adult kids. Well, now the adult kids likely may not be living with her, but maybe these people search sites will show an old address. So that's how, you know, that's how you use just different sources of information and, and getting creative to find people. Of course, you know, I was an investigator for many years, an online investigator, and 
you know, and detective sergeant for, for eight years. So this is, this is natural to me to do it. Uh, but it's not so unusual that people can't figure out how to do that just by poking around and, and looking for, looking for information. So uh, I always recommend the spouse sign up for our services uh, at a minimum uh, as well to include them. In fact, when somebody signs up for us, for our premium service, which is where we do the work for them, I give a special deal to the spouse so that, uh, I, you know, I actually lose money on it, but I feel so strongly that the spouse needs to be included that I want them to, to sign them up. Um, for the do-it-yourself software, um, where you do the work, you can include your whole family uh, in the um, uh, when you when you sign up as well. There's no extra charge for additional family members living in your household. Now, Pete, why you know? So we talk, we understand the implications for law enforcement officers. Why should just normal people be concerned about having too much of their um, information on the internet? So I mentioned that half of my clients are not law enforcement officers, but they like using a service that law enforcement officers trust with their privacy. Uh, prosecutors, judges, influencers, realtors, uh, and just plain people that just don't want all of their private information out there. Um, if, if, if you're a manager, your employees can figure out exactly where you live. And you know maybe they don't like decisions you're making. Maybe, maybe you had to lay them off. Um, you know, maybe you're dating a lot and you just don't want people you don't very know very well being able to figure out your home address. And there are sites online where you can take a screen name, an email address and figure out what the real name is. And then you have a real name you search for them and there they are. So we may think that we're, we're fairly anonymous, but we're not, it, it's, it's, easy to figure those things out. Well, and, and I think that's so true. I, I think a lot of us um, feel um, like we're fairly anonymous and, and, uh, and that's just not the case anymore, is it? It's not, it's not. Uh, our, our information's out there and, and, you know, but as far as the people search sites, as far as these sites, um, and Betsy, we talked about it a little bit earlier, Essentially, um, our name is always going to be out there. Our, you know, we're going to be on, if we're an officer, we're going to be on maybe press releases, maybe promotion um, releases or Facebook posts. Our name is always going to be out there. Our address is always going to be out there. It's always going to be out there on realtor.com, Redfin, Zillow. But what these data broker sites do is they make the connection between our real name and our real home address. We want to break that connection. So, you know, by breaking that connection, we make it difficult for people to find out our home address, to figure out our email addresses, our phone numbers, the names of our relatives. And that's the goal of officerprivacy.com. Uh, we won't make you invisible. Nobody can make you invisible. We want to make you more difficult to find. We want it to be a challenge for somebody to be able to find you. And we, the goal is that they give up and move on. How do you remove somebody from the internet? I mean, again, the internet just seems so, um, I mean, it is the world wide web. You know, how do you make that happen? So each one of these data broker sites, they have unique uh, and sometimes complicated procedures to 
to request the removal. So we follow those steps for the client. And the thing is though, um, every site is different. Every site has unique procedures and many of the sites will not remove you the first time you ask. You will need to ask multiple times. So if, if you go to officerprivacy.com and sign up for the service we, where we do the work for you, we take care of all of it. You fill out one form, we take care of the rest. If you use the service where, uh, if you use our online software where you do it yourself, we have step-by-step -step instructions for each site. We have written instructions for each site. We have videos for most sites. Uh, essentially, if you can compose and send an email, you can use our software and remove your information. Um, if you're going to do it yourself, plan on at least an hour. If you want us to do the work for you, you fill out one form, takes, a couple, takes less than a minute to fill out the form, and then we take care of everything for you. So uh, again, officerprivacy.com offers two services, and uh, but you know, I, I check it out and you know, use our free service. If, if you feel like you can, you're fairly tech savvy and you have an hour, then use our free service, sign up and get yourself off those sites. I got to tell you, Pete, uh, after talking to you, um, right after we end the show, you and I are going to be talking and, uh, <laughs> because, uh, I, I, uh, this is such an extraordinary issue and I didn't know there were so many things that we could do. Tell people one more time where they can go to find you officerprivacy.com officerprivacy.com i i recommend um everyone think about your internet footprint out there and then decide if you need to do something about it pete thanks so much for spending time with us today and so and being so incredibly informative and if you would like more information about the national police association visit us at nationalpolice.org Put the gun down! Put the gun down! Last year, law enforcement officers were involved in hundreds of thousands of use of force incidents. A use of force incident is when an officer must use nonverbal tactics to gain control of a dangerous situation. Put the knife on the ground. In many cases, officers have no choice but to use force when a suspect doesn't comply with a lawful order. Use of force is always ugly. No one likes it, especially police officers. Together, we can help de-escalate these dangerous encounters. Help police officers by complying with their lawful orders. Don't attack, attempt to disarm, or flee from an officer. Use of force is an officer's last option. Most incidents can be avoided by not resisting arrest. If you feel you've been wrongfully detained by a police officer, then seek a legal solution after the encounter has been resolved. Let's keep everyone safe. Comply now and complain later.